Welcome back to Mishnah Yomi. Let us conclude the third parak with Mishnah Ches and Mishnah Tes. What happens if a person intends to designate one area as Truma and by mistake they uh, designate it as Meiser? Or Meiser and ends up saying Truma. What if a person says something even though they did not intend to say it? That is the subject of today's Mishnah. Hamaskavi Lomar Truma. Person wants to say this over here. This pile of grain is Truma. But by mistake, he's thinking about something else and he says, oh, it's Meiser. Meiser Omer Truma. Or the other way around. Now, not just in the, in the realm of Zerayim, but also Olav Omer Shlomim. He wants to designate something as a carbon Ola, which is going to be completely consumed. Omer Shlomim. A carbon that uh, it's actually partially consumed by the Mizbeach, partially by the Kohen, partially by the person, by the individual bringing it, which is why it's called a Shlomim, because it's Sholim Lakol. Shlomim Omer Ola. Person takes a neder, they want to say, I am not going to enter into that house. And mistakenly, they point to the wrong house. Or they intend to say the wrong house. Or I'm not going to have enjoyment from this person. They say the wrong person. So in all these cases, he didn't say anything. It's all null and void. Until the, what you utter. And what is in your heart are the same until there is it's until you are it, it's the same. It's not considered like you said anything. Now, a per, my, dvarim shemaleiv can be considered dvarim. Things that a person thinks could be could be binding so long as he didn't intend to say something as well. If you just think something, then it may be binding. But if you if you thought something but you intend to say something, so then what you intend to say is gonna has to actually be uh, in work and be in sync with what you were thinking as well. Mishnah tests. Although we learned in the way beginning of the Besechta, a non-Jew who separates Truma and, and Truma is not how nothing happens. That is only when he separates your Trumas, uh, your Trumas. But if a non-Jew has land in Israel and he goes along and separates Truma, well, what is it doing with that? Now, just to note, there is a big machlokus. If uh, Kenyan of a non-Jew, if a non-Jew owns land in Israel, is it mafkia? Does it remove the mitzvahs of Tulis on it? Perhaps one can argue if a non-Jew buys land in Israel, although it's land in Israel that removes the Kedusha status and therefore what grows in that is not does not obligate in Trumas and Meisras. This Mishnah is taking the opposite opinion that even though a non-Jew owns a land, it still could be obligated in Trumas and Meisras and therefore however Kachavim Vekusi, a non-Jew or a Kusi we discussed many times, Trumas or Truma, what they remove is considered Trumo. Um Meisrein and Meisr, and then Meisr they take off is considered Meisr. Vehektish and Hektish, they say this is designated for the temple, it, now it has a status of Hektish. However, the fourth year after after a tree is planted, first three years are all the fourth year is is, uh, is called karam That is not that is not sub that uh, the non-Jews uh, uh, karam in the fourth year is not subject to this law of karam revai. even that too, there is karam by a non-Jew. Trumas it does become a dama. The chayovin alei chomish in tchayv chomish. Rabbi Shimon Potter. Rabbi Shimon says it is Potter. That it's not. There's no chomish on it. I wish everyone a wonderful day.